All right, welcome to another bonus episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast, or whatever you want to call it. I honestly don't even remember what bonus episode this is, so I'm not even going to guess. Like, now I am. I'm thinking it's five or six, so put me in a good range. I already know it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, one half of the Leo B. Click, as the, the streets be calling us. And if you're not familiar, once again, one of these bonus episodes are little small pieces of, um, you know, what the regular podcast episodes are like. But these are done on weeks when we can't get together and do one of the typical longer numbered episodes. So one of us will give you one of these bonus episodes and just quickly go over some topics that we would have discussed on the actual episode for the week. You know, nice, short and quick, straight to the point. Just so we don't get all backed up. So first of all, I'm going to, before I jump into some topics real quick, I'm going to do the, I'll name this bracket later. It's where I take a, a an actor of some sort, you know, somebody who's popping during the week, basically like their movie just came out, and then go through their filmography, give you their best or worst movie, depending on what it is for the week. This week, it is the worst nope nope best movie and this week's person is who dropped a flick this week i'm thinking about johnny knoxville or shailene woodley whose movie did better at the box office this week you could tell i got the the preparational lock all right so the drift all right so it's gonna be my girl shailene woodley we're going to go over her best movie, and this could go any direction, honestly. Let's see. All right, so Shailene Woodley, who's getting acclaim for her role in Adrift. That's the movie we focused there. That's her movie of the week, third at the box office. So good for her. Just haven't checked it out yet, but I definitely will. All right, first of all, we got The Descendants or The Spectacular Now. Two films people really liked, but I wasn't as big a fan as people were for both of them. But I definitely like The Descendants better. So The Descendants, Descendants are Divergent. Keep it funky with you. I gotta go with Divergent. I know that a uh, franchise is now defunct or debunked or whatever, whatever the term is, and it went down a big flamey demise. But Divergent was still a surprise to me, and I would pro- go back and watch that. Alright, the, 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 the Divergent or The Fault in Our Stars, definitely going to go with Divergent. The Fault in Our Stars was back when Ansel was <laughs> not on our good graces, and, or wasn't in our good graces, but he King Ansel now. Um, I ain't counting The Amazing Spider-Man too, because they was disrespectful and deleted her scenes out, so nah. I don't even care if they might be in the deleted scenes. I have that movie, and I've had it for a while, I don't know if... Hmm, I gotta check. Alright, so Divergent or Divergent in, or Divergent Series Insurgent. I really liked Insurgent, but... I don't know which one I liked better. I'm gonna go with Divergent, because she didn't have that ugly haircut in Insurgent, or in Divergent, as she did in Insurgent. Alright, so that leaves us Divergent versus Allegiant. <laughs> we all know that's Divergent, because Allegiant was what basically caused the Divergent Series demise. And then that leaves us with Divergent versus Snowden. This is tough. I want to say Divergent. But she also did a real great job in Snowden. And I look at Snowden as like the boring version of the social network. Social network is slow. 
but it was great. Snowden was very good, but it just wasn't 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 a social network level. Divergent Snowden. Divergent Snowden. <sighs> I'm gonna rock with. I think I'm gonna rock with Divergent. It was tough, but I'm gonna rock with Divergent. If I would do this like tomorrow, I'd probably have a different opinion, but. I'm pretty sure people would even have those two movies if they were doing this. So it's whatever. All right. So Divergent for Shailene Woodley. All right. Usually we do these on the regular numbered episodes, but we got backed up several times before. So I'm not trying to forget. So I'm just going to do them any type of episode because we only had 29 and we try to get to 64 irony screen. So yeah. All right. So moving on to some topics for this episode. I have first up. Rumor has it that Avengers 4 was going to, or was called Affinity Gauntlet for a while during the whole filming of Affinity War and Avengers 4. Now, what is my question to myself? Now, they're saying Affinity Gauntlet will not be the title of Avengers 4, but do I think they're lying? (sighs) Part of me want to say yeah, because based off the rumors I've been seeing about this movie, I don't know if they necessarily go to a gauntlet but I don't necessarily know if they don't but it sounds about right and it keeps in the realm of the movies dealing with the affinity stones and whatnot so I I think that would be a good title but the director said a title that is closest to it would be Avengers Forever and I don't know if Infinity Gauntlet and Avengers Forever really go together huh um do I think cause Kevin Feige said the reveal would be like worth the wait nah I'm gonna go with no I think originally they might have wanted to be gauntlet but I think this Avengers 4 is gonna be like a farewell to the main core so I think they're gonna play on that in some way. But then I kind of will like spoil the movie. For people who don't know anything about it. I'm going to just go and know. I think they're going to. If they did have the title. The fact that that's what everybody thinks. I think they would have gone back in. And switched it. And changed it to something else. But if it was the title. I wouldn't be mad. I think it should be the title. But you know. The movie going to be great and classic no matter what. So I ain't really, I ain't really sweating that portion of it. All right, next up, Jamie Foxx is officially going to play Spawn now. They done came out, made it official. He Spawn. Blumhouse is doing it. My question to myself is, will he lead this movie into being a hit? <sighs> and by hit, it really depends on how much the budget is. The budget is going to be small, typical Blumhouse style. Going to do what they can with their small budget. So I think money-wise... It will make a profit. It'll be a hit for them. Will it be a hit in terms of like he Jamie knocked it out the park, killed it, everybody loves it? I'm gonna have to say no. I'm not saying the movie won't be good, but like all around critical acclaim, commercial acclaim, along with the box office, I'm gonna go with no. And Jamie Foxx has a star power, even though I believe it's waning recently. Can't, can't remember what his last movie was. I think 
think uh, Baby Driver was his last movie. And he was great in that. The movie before that with Gabrielle Union and uh, Michelle Monaghan, Monaghan, whatever her name is, a little cop movie. That wasn't that good. For some reason, that movie he was speaking like he was, like he, like he, like he was speaking in the voice that it as if he auditioned for like the for Batman and the Dark Knight or something. Like he was speaking with that gargly voice that Christian Bell was speaking with for some reason, and it was pretty weird. But I'm gonna say nah, it's not gonna be a hit. But I think it's gonna be a good movie. I just don't know if Jamie Foxx plus Spawn plus Blumhouse is gonna be the right formula to equal a hit. I kind of got like a Hellboy vibe when I think about it, but not on the level that like the Gilmore Del Toro and the Hellboy fanatics really liked it, even though they said it wasn't like similar to the comic book, like this new one is supposed to be, but they still love those two movies. I don't think that's going to be this. I think it's just going to be a profit, cool movie, and then we're just going to go about a waste. No sequels or no nothing. All right, moving on to Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom is predicted to open at about $140 to $150 million compared to what Jurassic World did, which was at $208 million. To me, this says about the sequel that people just really missed Jurassic World when it came to the first one because I was even very shocked that it made that much money. And then I saw the movie and I was even more shocked. I'm like, this movie ain't even really that good. Like, it's, it's good. It's cool. The rewatch value ain't there. But I wasn't... $208 million blown away, not even in the slightest. So I think with the first one, you know, just showed you how big the Jurassic World fan base was. Took some time off. They've been itching for it, itching for a good dinosaur movie. Then you had Chris Pratt in there. He's was on top of his game when that dropped. So all that just led to people taking their little loser kids in there with their little toy dinosaurs and whatnot. They went and saw that. And they saw how, you know, it wasn't a runaway success quality-wise, but it's still a big franchise. So this is a, this is a, the expected drop-off for that, I would say. It's a big drop-off, but it's the expected. Because when you look at Avengers and then Avengers Age of Ultron, it was a drop, but it wasn't a severe drop. Like, over the long run it was, but, like, the first week it wasn't because those fans were still there. And that weekend, people forget, was real busy. I think the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight was that weekend. Um, some horse race or playoffs and stuff. There was a lot of stuff going on. I was very mad that it had to drop on that weekend of all things. It was, like, almost like a hurricane hit the world. You know how when, like, bad weather hits a certain coast, that just, like, kills some success of some movies. Just bad timing, you know, stuff like that. But I think this is this was expected. You know, still a lot of money, but it's a big drop-off. But the way these predictions have been going, that may not even be right. Because, freaking, they predicted. First, they thought Solo was going to make, like, $30 million its second weekend. Then it shot all the way up to, like, 80 I was like, it was it was something. It was 80 or 60 It was something wild, whereas the drop-off was going to be slight. And it, all, it ended up being worse and all that. So, Solo is really stinking it up out here when it comes to the box office, which is sad to say for a movie that opened with 80 plus million dollars to say, that's a bomb. Uh, all right. And last but not least, or least, depending on how you want to look at it, Evan Peters said he would love to do a Quicksilver movie. If you don't know who Evan Peters is, he plays Quicksilver in the X-Men, the Fox, ver- or the Fox's, he played the X-Men movies. I don't even know why I established Fox. Like, he's not Aaron Taylor Johnson, who played him in Age of Ultron. He's Quicksilver and, uh, what was it? Was it First Class? 
Now nah, it was the first class. Days of Futures Past and Apocalypse. That guy. So he said he would love to do a Quicksilver solo movie. Question to myself is, would his solo movie be better than X-Men Apocalypse? That's a good question. And I'm going to go with yeah. Because he was the scene stiller in Days of Futures Past and Apocalypse. Now I'm not saying I would. I don't want a movie from him at all. I think that would be dumb. Problem with some movies, they try to take these little side characters or scene stillers and give them whole movies. Nah, man, it don't work like that. You saw what happened with the Minions. They were the scene stillers in Despicable Me. Give them a whole movie. I was like, nah, this is not working. Same thing I think would be Quicksilver. But Apocalypse was so disappointing. I think that Quicksilver's movie, they would attempt to be more fun. You know, you'd be quick the jokes, the action scenes. You think they would be trash, but since he's moving in slow motion and we saw what they can do with that, those would be cool. Would it be overkill with what they would have to do? Probably, but I still think it would be better than X-Men Apocalypse. And that's sad to say. All right, that's all I got for this week. So this has been another one of your bonus episodes for the Leo B. Hall podcast. It's your boy, Leo Archibald. Check out the podcast or other movie-related stuff like movie reviews on icmovies.wordpress.com. I got The Quiet Place bullet point review. I got Black Panther, Game Night, um, Isle of Dogs, Rampage, and more all on there. Uh, You can find the podcast on the uh, the great music on SoundCloud. And sometimes on I See Movies 93, is that what the, I don't even know what the SoundCloud has called. Uh, you can follow the I See Movies blog on I See, or on Twitter at I See Movies 93. Uh, check out The Great Musical, all he got going on over there at, at The Great Musical. And check us out on iTunes, Leo B. Gyllenhaal, Stitcher. Uh, player fm if you got like an android or something and yeah so we out of here